0: Hey. Hello. There's everyone all on one. Perfect.
1: Make it easy for him.
0: <laughs> Beautiful. Guys, appreciate the time. and won't keep you for too long, but I uh, want to get into the new album and the tour and everything and get your opinion on a couple things. You got it. Thank- oh, yeah. Thank you for the breath of fresh air, the fresh emo air with the new album, The Jaws of Life. But, uh, dude, no way to not talk about the past couple years and the pandemic and all the craziness. And I'm sure that uh, that had to have affected the album plans a little bit. I mean, I know you guys are a little uh, taking your time in between albums, but probably not that much time. Tell me when you started working on this thing and how the pandemic screwed it all up.
1: Oh, well. (laughs) uh
2: yeah uh 2018 is probably when we started yeah we started writing right when we got um, our last cycle and then uh you know that was going great you know we were gathering some songs and then um when the pandemic hit we uh we didn't write at all like i i was not one of those artists who was like inspired by the (laughs) pandemic you know a lot of a lot of people were you know a lot of people looked at it as like a um like an inspiring moment like to like work behind the scenes you know when people weren't really expecting anything and the pandemic hit literally right when we first started getting together as a band
3: too because wow. it does little everything by himself, and like we started to do more of the stuff together start working on things
1: and it was like maybe a few weeks to a month into that that it was just yeah. okay we can't be together anymore so just totally shut it down. and we're all from san diego so like the entire state of california like shut down
0: yeah yeah that's where we are we're in the ie so we're just north of you so yeah same deal man
1: it was um a little bit more of like there was a lot of like worry about live music in general you know so we were just kind of like what's going to happen you know let's try to spend time with our friends our families and try to assess the situation because it was like it was wild man the whole world like it's like this thing affected every single person on the planet it's pretty wild yeah we did come out on the other side of that too
3: we we had studio time booked and it was in new Orleans and the hurricane hit that, oh, so
1: that well, so like couldn't catch <laughs> yes. a break. Yeah.
0: So, so pandemic hit like what? March of 2020. When did you guys kind of pick things up again then?
2: Um, I think, uh, pretty much, I don't remember when it was, but whenever things started to kind of calming down and life started feeling a little more, um, normal, we started picking up writing again. And, um,
1: it was, it was sort of tail end because we, I remember we would still wear like masks to practice. We would like get together and be like on the corners of the room and like work <laughs> on stuff. Um, but then, yeah, I think once, like you saying, everything kind of started slowing down a little bit, we started getting more and more like that's when it like, all right, let's go.
0: And how much do you think, how many of those ideas did you have around then? Was it like half the album or just two or three or where do you think you were at?
2: I think like two songs oh, wow. made, made the record. Um, so they've been around for a really long time, but, you know, it's like, if a song gives you like a feeling, you know, and you know, it's something special, like we, we just kept kept it around. And then when it came time for the studio, we, we, um, you know, we really brought it to life, but we kind of kept things just kind of sitting that we knew were special, you know, until it was time.
0: Well, I love it, man. I mean, I knew we were off to a good start once I heard Pastor Nirvana and and then all the, you know, emergency contact and everything else. I was curious, though, man, I love the uh, Dazed and Confused drop on uh, Resilience. Whose idea was that to throw that in there? Yeah, that's what I figured, Vic, of course. Yeah,
1: We love that movie. But, man, the journey we've always like tried to sneak in things like that, but it's (laughs) always, you know, logistically it's a fucking nightmare you know right. and it's it's like we have to call one person to call another person to get le- you know the legal stuff and this is the one time that it actually like all fell into place Like, you know you have to reach out to the actors sure yeah like, yo is this cool like i'm so glad it worked out like we, I, we're we getting updates remember we like we're at like a a comedy show when we finally got like <laughs> thumbs up i think we can use it you know so it was really funny we're all like together i
0: love it man well, it was, and uh, Vic, I love what you said about uh, Pastor Nirvana at the When We Were Young festival, kind of dedicating it to everyone that got screwed out of a graduation and, and prom uh, from 2020 and all the pandemic.
2: Totally, yeah. I mean, I I live by a school, you know, uh, and I just see all these these like college kids who are just like so pent up and just, just like locked up, and like you know, I just felt really really bad for them. I was just like, damn man, And like, this is such a like important time in your life and you're getting it like stolen from you. And, uh, you know, it's no wonder they were like, you know, just partying their asses off and just <laughs> trying to like pull off steam. And like, I, so I don't know, I just felt, I felt for them, you know? So that was kind of a response to that.
0: Yeah, no, I had a niece. It was a uh, junior in high school going through all that and just being robbed of those those golden times and years and events. Like you said, prom and just all the social networking and and being around friends and everything. And, you know, speaking of the When We Were Young Fest, uh, curious from each of you guys, do you have a, a personal highlight from that day or reconnecting with any old friends or seeing any bands that day? Anything jump out to you from that event?
3: That day was like a blur because there was so yeah. many people we hadn't seen in so long. It was just every step you took, you bumped into another person that you were stopping to say hi. It was like, it was impossible to move without yeah. bumping
1: into an old friend.
0: Yeah, especially lived- after the pandemic, I imagine.
1: Yeah, totally. I had a, a quick, a funny story. I was, We're walking to the green room, literally off the bus. We were trying to go warm up because we had a set. And this dude in all denim comes and says hi to me. He's like, you know, he talks for a second. And I'm just like, this guy looks super familiar. I say hi. I kind of like blow him off i'm like okay so all right good to see you man and then realize it's like the singer from one of my favorite bands acceptance he just wanted to say <laughs> hi we've never actually met before so then immediately i felt like a oh. lead jerk i was like man that was lame and i'm like i'm trying to get ready for the show and also trying to find like his instagram to like apologize to him and stuff but uh, we got in contact again and uh, it was it was just a funny like that's kind of how that whole backstage was like every time you bump into somebody you're like Oh hey, you know it was just—it
0: was pretty awesome. I may be honest—you were beating yourself up the entire show, that whole set, going, "Why did
1: the whole I?" Do time, that? I'm like, "This was for you, man. <laughs> this one's for you. I'm sorry, i that man." I that.
0: How about yeah. for you, Tony? Any any highlight from that day? I mean, that day was
3: overwhelming. Seeing the size of the crowd, like I've never—we've never played anything that huge—and it was just a crazy feeling. A crazy feeling to be back. Back at it again, playing music, and then also to see that kind of response, and you know, because we didn't really know where we were as a band for a little bit. There, we didn't know if people had grown out of listening to music, going to shows. Like, no, right? It's been so long, and uh, yeah, but they were there. It was
0: <laughs> that's what's kind of sure, cool, yeah. and, and all over this new album is the audience kind of growing up with you guys. You know, it's a it's it's a little bit. I don't want to say mature because it's still <laughs> immature music, but uh, grown up, but maybe a little bit mature. Emo music, but still that tongue firmly planted in your cheek.
2: Totally. Yeah, I think um, that festival in particular kind of, it, to me, it just showed everyone how powerful the genre actually is.
0: And and still is.
2: You know, because it always felt like underground to everybody who was part of it. But then when you like zoom out and you see how many lives it actually touched and like how deeply rooted it got into a whole generation um you know multiple generations and that, uh, yeah man it was just super cool to see it all in one place yeah uh, stuff like it was like it, when you have a festival of
1: like our style of music that like rivals like coachella or like uh one of those like big massive very mainstream festivals it kind of it kind of does that exact thing like he was saying like it's like, yo, this music was like never, like, as they say, it's not a phase, right? This is like, yeah. it's been like this for a long time. We've already seen it. You know, we've seen the power of it and it's cool to see it on a on a major scale like that.
0: For Vita. <laughs> for life. Well, speaking of, of live shows, dude, certainly looking forward to a Creative Control Tour. We got you in our neck of the woods, uh, Five Point Amp in Irvine on July 1st. Co-headline tour with the Used, who I'm sure you go back to a bazillion Warp tours with, and and having fun out there on the road with those guys, I imagine too. Without a doubt, absolutely, yeah. They have the title on this on
1: our bus as the legacy band. They are forever <laughs> like they're going to be up here for 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 I think all of us. So um, we're really just honored to be a part of this. It's awesome
0: yeah Bert's an amazing frontman. You can't take your eyes. off. never know what he's gonna do next and and you know,'ve been putting out great albums since the first one. even their new one is great, toxic positivity. People are vomit. love that new track from those guys.
2: Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah, they're killing it, man. I mean, I may have said it i mean we we grew up listening to them, and you know, we've been fans of them since we were younger. so it's a uh, it is an honor to be able to to meet. Our, our heroes, people we yeah. admired and who've been inspired by, you know, our music is inspired by them. Yeah. yeah. It's in there for making, sure. Making definitely
1: core memories just the other day. They, they, they like to uh, jam their, uh, they have like a jam room mm-hmm. where they jam songs before they play. And Bert just casually walked in singing like box full of sharp <laughs> objects. And I'm just like, what is life happening? Like, this is insane. You know what I mean? So just, you can't make it up. It's like, it's, it's incredible. So we're just this, and the, the shows have been insane. So we're very thankful to, to be in this spot for sure
0: did you uh join in the chorus with him and on, on, on bike I'm
1: just like dude I'm just gonna I was I, I think my mouth didn't I was just like
0: you're just wiping oh. up the drool
1: yeah I was like what and then he <laughs> and then you know he came in he was singing and he like just snuck out and I just like looked at everybody like <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> What is happening right now? Yeah,
0: it's pretty awesome. Dude, uh, you know, talking about when we were young festival and, and obviously old school Warp Tour, uh, you know, when we were young, a destination festival, Warp Tour was a traveling festival, which I criminally miss, man. It was so fun to go out and spend a day discovering new bands, going for certain bands and then discovering new bands. And I miss those days, but kind of looking back, you guys did Warp Tour a bazillion times. Is there a quintessential Warp Tour band for you? Is there one band that comes to mind when you think Warp Tour, besides yourself, of course
1: yeah god yeah I, I'm a, I agree with you man i miss i miss festivals like that that really honestly yeah. like made a lot of bands in our genre because like you said you go to that festival not only to hear your favorite bands but to discover new ones So, so like to me you
2: who, know who's the quintessential for me who, i mean who always oh real big fish yeah, oh yeah that's a good hey, one they're always on <laughs> and they always place them at a specific time when the sun is going down. Yeah. Because it's like, it's such a good vibe. It's, it's a nice change from all the like heaviness. And then they're playing like this, like happy ska music. And it's like,
0: Horror it's like,
2: the vibe is perfect. And they, they knew exactly what they were always yeah. on it.
1: I just, yeah, for me, it was always, uh, work tour was, there was never like one band. It was always just like a ton of new bands that I found that blew me away. I mean, I, I think Fall Out Boy was pretty cool when I the one time I saw them. That was kind of like seeing a big band like that. But um,
0: just all I have a handful of bands that I can't even like. There's just too many to name. How about for you, Tony? Anyone step stand out?
3: I don't. I can't think of someone who was on it enough times. I think Dick's answer is pretty good because like there's bands (laughs) that stand out, but there's not one that I can think of that like did it a bunch, a bunch. I
1: don't know. Yeah, Limp Limp Bizkit, '99. (laughs) They did. (laughs) They did do it. (laughs)
0: I love it, man. I wish that would come back. So many good times out there at the Pomona Fairplex for the Warp Tour in, in our neck of the woods. And, dude, appreciate all the time. Last couple of things I wanted to hit you with. Uh, not necessarily emo, but uh, I don't know. Are you guys bummed like I am that some 41 is calling it quits after this summer? They're doing the one tour with the Offspring and calling it a day? I, you know, a little bummed,
2: but I feel like everybody
0: calls it quits. To me, I don't just think, it like like a, I yeah. think it's real. I never think it's real. So we don't believe he, he, it, right? We don't believe it to, to the
1: final thrice show like three years ago. And they just played <laughs> San Diego like two, like a month ago. So we'll, we'll see, man. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean, if it's, if it's really true, yes, I am bummed because they are like a pop punk staple. Um, and we've toured with them and they're awesome, amazing dudes, great musicians,
2: but yeah, I, I have a lot of feelings about it. I, I think I'm happy for them to take time for their own lives and kind of like, you know, take a step back and do what they want. And, but then I also feel like they're going to come back and kill it again. So, Right. I, just, I, just, I have a feeling. So <laughs> we, I, don't know.
0: I think history's taught us we can't believe anybody. I mean, Kiss has come back, Motley Crue, uh, like all these bands that all come back they all come back.
1: Yellow card is like about to just headline a massive tour of yeah. like you dirty dogs, you know, <laughs> so it's it's just yeah. I Who just,
0: knows, man?
2: I just did a song with yellow card there, uh I think they announced that
0: couple of days ago. Ooh, looking forward to checking that out. And then it goes to beg, begs the age question. Do you think you guys would announce a farewell tour or just kind of fade away? Is, it, is that a good part? i already This is my
1: third farewell tour. So <laughs> <laughs> we can keep
0: doing it.
1: That's why why tickets are so you know great right now because I just keep leaving.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Last thing I got for you guys, dude, because we're an old school radio station, old school rock station. We do a feature called Mandatory Metallic every night. I'm sure one of you guys is a metal head there. Are any, any metallic Metallica fans in the band?
1: I grew up with Metallica, but I'm like old Metallica. I'm like Ride the Lightning days, like okay. that shit.
0: Well, that, that 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 leads to my next question. That I wanted to make sure we had at least one Metallica head on board because I've been and a I'm
1: hit, Light Metallica
0: head, but yeah, a fan at least. Uh, you can have an opinion on this because I've been debating with a friend of mine: the better album, Ride the Lightning versus Master of Puppets. I think Master of Puppets is their opus, but Ride the Lightning. My friend uh, Brad from Against the Sun is rooting for that one. How do you well, pick? Well,
1: both are insane albums, iconic. I, I just have such great memories of listening to Ride the Lightning on cassette in my my, my best friend's mom's minivan, and we <laughs> would just, like on the way to school, and she like bless her heart was just like, if this is what you guys like, and I'm just like, it was just a good good time for me. And my I was just like, man, this Laura's doing that like every cymbal hit on the planet. Um, so I'm gonna pick ride the lightning. I'm gonna ride. I'm gonna ride with
0: that one. What about that dirty bass and for whom the bell tolls and the, the chime yeah. of the bell going off? It's all good, man. Beautiful. Thank you guys so much for the album and the tour, and can't wait to see you at July 1st out there at Five Point.
2: Dude, thank you for playing us. Oh, man, it, yeah. it really means a lot to us. Yeah,
0: appreciate the time, guys. Safe travels out there. Bye bye. Wild.